Welcome to Spicy Spectrum Podcast, where we navigate the intersection of sex work trends and the world of digital media when it comes to forming human connections. I'm Pepper Cat, your host, and today we are talking about something very spicy and very controversial. It's Sinful Sunday, so why not? Today we're talking about faith, sexuality, and online interactions. Join me as we delve into the complex world of Christian men's engagement with online sex work, exploring the nuances, challenges, and opportunities for growth. <laughs> I'm Cat, and I wanted to talk about something very, very spicy, and something that I've noticed as a sex worker who has been doing this work for about two years now online. Christian men are grappling with their faith and sexuality, and they're often finding themselves navigating conflicting desires and societal expectations. And as a sex worker, <laughs> I've seen the rise of online sex work presenting unique challenges and moral dilemmas for individuals who are seeking to reconcile with their beliefs in terms of their innate human desires. At the end of the day, we are all human and we all have desires. And even though we may subscribe to a certain religion or belief, we can't put on the back burner that we still get that sexual urge. So today I wanted to acknowledge the tension and inner conflicts experienced by Christian men as they navigate the digital landscape of online sex work. The stigma and shame associated with engaging in such activities, which are sometimes naughty, <laughs> often lead to feelings of guilt, isolation, and spiritual turmoil. And as someone who's deeply invested in intersections of faith and sexuality from a sex worker's perspective, I wanted to offer my empathy and understanding to this controversial discussion of Christian men's engagement with online sex work. And through thoughtful exp exploration and compassionate insights, I aim to shed light on this complex and often misunderstood topic. As a sex worker who does phone sex, I create video content. I do live cam shows and pretty much everything online in terms of digital media and online sex work. I wanted to offer my personal perspective before I dive deep into this controversial topic. <laughs> so it's no secret that we all have our deep desires, but what I've noticed as an online sex worker, Christian men are definitely consuming my content. <laughs> In fact, my most popular day of receiving cam calls, phone sex, purchases of my content is indeed Sunday. 
In our community, we like to call it Sinful Sunday because it's a day of sinning and it's a day of men, and particularly Christian men, being naughty and buying content, (laughs) which is pretty taboo because, um, you know, while they have their beliefs, you know, they also have their deepest desires. I've had customers express that they are Christian and that they go to the house of the Lord, but they also go to other unholy places to consume content. And I made a status on Twitter a couple of weeks ago talking about this and um, asking my followers why they think Sundays and religious content is highly consumed online in terms of sexual content that's purchased and consumed by Christian men. And I had a couple of different perspectives. I had some people say that um, it may be because um, Christian men are in environments where consuming sexual content is taboo. So when they consume sexual content, um, they get a thrill out of it because it's something they know, quote unquote, that they know they shouldn't be doing, but they do it anyway. Um, I've had other people say that um, they just may be into religious content because it's kind of similar to what I said, it's taboo, and it turns them on even more, dwelling into like you know, religious (laughs) sex porn. And it's kind of like their dirty little secret. I've noticed that like, I do a lot of, um, so I do like breed play. If you haven't seen my content, I do breed play, interracial play, vanilla, but I also do religious play where like I (laughs) cosplay as a nun and I'll like, um, (laughs) pray or um like squirt and thank god for allowing me to be a you know dirty little slut (laughs) you know like stuff like that and um um I had a I had one video where it was an audio clip so it wasn't me actually on cam but it was an audio clip of me thanking God for allowing me to be a dirty breeding slut. Like, um, that was like the, like the summary of what the prayer was, but it was like a prayer that like, thank God for me being like a whore. And when I tell you that video is one of my top purchase videos on all of my platforms and they always buy the dirty little breeding whores prayer. That's what it's called on Sundays. (laughs) Like they love that. They love it. Um, and I've done like live camming, like with customers one-on-one where they want me to pray or do something naughty with religion. And it's so interesting because these men for the most part are Christian, but then they also come to me behind closed doors and dwell into like this secret sexual fantasy where they're balancing their religion with their human sexual desires. And I think it's so interesting how I see a different side of them. Whereas if they were to have this information shared with their church members or family or friends, 
they would be looking at them sideways, like, what are you doing? (laughs) So it's really interesting to see like these two dynamics play out online in terms of Christian men consuming porn. I've even had like, so I'm I'm always on Twitter because that's that's where I promote you know my content. It's so funny. I I see sometimes I'll see men um like say you know such and such is you know it is against my religion. Like one time I saw this guy. He made a comment about like something about like oh like you know um whatever like you know like being gay is like wrong or something. And then I went to his likes on his Twitter and he, (laughs) he liked a lot of lesbian porn. And it's like, it's, it's really interesting to see like these dynamics play out of what people say is wrong, but then like what they consume behind closed doors. And some of them aren't sneaky about it, (laughs) which is really funny, but it's just, it's, it's very interesting seeing that. And and, you know, um, I grew up very, I, I grew up in a very religious household and I went to Catholic school and I was like this little innocent little, little church, you know, goer. <laughs> and then I decided to be a whore <laughs> after, co- <laughs> after, you know, working in corporate world. And so I do add that little, you know, um, I add that taboo aspect of being a little innocent, Christian, you know, woman and then doing porn, but I'm not a Christian anymore, but, um, I like to add that because I've had, I've, I, I know what it, you know, felt like going to church and like also like doing naughty things outside of church. So, <laughs> but yeah, um, um, I, I, I love intertwining taboo. I know it's crazy, but Hey, you know, it is what it is. I wanted to offer a couple of solutions, <laughs> I believe, that may um, help to navigate one's desire in a world where you may feel judged or feel like you're doing something wrong. Number one is navigating your moral complexities, exploring the moral and ethical considerations surrounding your religion, in this case, Christianity with online sex work and acknowledging those complexities in gray areas um, in terms of doing certain interactions online. I'm not telling you that you should go against your religion, even though a lot of them or a lot of you all are already doing it, (laughs) but Hey, you know, doing what feels comfortable with you and not crossing personal boundaries that you don't feel comfortable doing. Um, And, Having a conversation with yourself saying, hey, is this something I want to do? If not, hey, that's okay. Um, and not crossing those boundaries and taking into taking into consideration those gray areas. Um, another one is cultivating grace and compassion. Um, and understanding that what you're feeling is natural. And... Really, um, for me, like as a sex worker, I understand the importance of extending grace and understanding and having compassion towards yourself and grace towards yourself with whatever you do. 
is important. And then also seeking authentic connection and seeking intimacy, exploring avenues of emotional fulfillment. And even then, like I said in the past, like, Having authentic connection isn't always sexual. There's other avenues that you can explore. Emotional intimacy, having a safe space where you are gaining a connection, where you feel comfortable, where you feel safe, where you feel heard. And I believe that when men embrace grace, compassion and authentic connection, I believe it would. And with embracing grace, compassion and authentic connection, you make decisions for yourself and you do what's best for yourself in terms of what you feel comfortable with and what makes you happy. So Are you ready to navigate forming true connections while receiving compassion in a safe space where you can truly be yourself? If you are, schedule a discovery call with me within the next 72 hours to explore how my guidance and support can empower you to find your true desires and authenticity in your journey. Visit peppercat.com to book your call and embark on a path towards forming genuine connections and seeking true self-expression in my Design Your Dream Girl personalized experience. The link is in the bio if you'd like to learn more about how you can personalize your ultimate dream girl experience, whether it's camming, texting, phone calls, the balls in your court. If you'd like to learn more, visit peppercat.com. Visit the link in the description. I hope you have a wonderful, sinful Sunday. <laughs> this is Peppercat signing off of Spicy Spectrum Podcast. I'll see you next Sunday. Enjoy your weekend and have a wonderful week. Signing off. Oh.